Hello and welcome to Pumped, the Inside Podcast by Schwalbe. I'm your host Tobias Wogon and I'm talking here with Schwalbe athletes from different disciplines, from downhill to cross country or from road racing to triathlon. And today I'm talking to Camille Ballange. The Swiss woman just won the world champion title in downhill in Leogang a couple of weeks ago. How she achieved this goals, managed to stay on her bike on this difficult and slippery track and what she thinks about the upcoming races in Portugal, you will find out in this episode of Pumped. First of all, congratulations on your um, yeah world championship title, and thanks a lot for taking the time to speak with us. At the moment, probably you're extremely busy, and everybody wants something from you. How did you spend the last days after you came back from Maribor? Um, thank you, first of all, and um, yeah, it was really busy. Uh, I managed to have the first day back home for me. Um, just had like a rest day with Emily and my cats and just like hang out, wash my stuff, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. um, Wednesday I had an interview for like three, four hours. And yeah, then we just went to the gym, but like really easy. And I have actually a surprise um, yesterday evening that I didn't know. So I was just like, invited to my mom but actually like all my friends and family were there so that was really nice oh really so i could like really like celebrate with them that, so sounds, that was a really that nice surprise <laughs> yeah that was sick like i made like uh, yeah that was really sick a big buffet and like that was sick and today um also i uh, had a few emails to do and because i don't know if you know but i'm like managing like all the all the sponsorship Uh, for the team uh, okay so now is like kind of a like the right moment like to order for next year and talk to talk to the sponsor so i've been too busy the last two weeks so i tried to catch up with that mm-hmm. so i did a lot of email today but no i go to a friend tonight and then tomorrow i leave for lensoide so i've been back up as well And I, I'm ready to leave again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you have um, European champs in world uh, in Lenzerheide, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Or is it Swiss champs? No, it's Swiss. It's Swiss champ. Yeah, it's Swiss ah, champ. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, when you when you came home, how did all your friends um, react on your on your title? Yeah, like I said, I didn't saw all of them. Like just my best friend, and they're like. They kind of know me and they always like think I'm crazy and <laughs> win all the time. So it's like, oh, you again. And <laughs> like, congrats. But like, like, yeah. So no, it was it was just cool to see them and so it, have, have a little. It, it wasn't a big surprise for them. But how big was the surprise for you to yeah become the, the fastest woman in the world? Oh, it was a huge surprise because, like, I wasn't expecting it and I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Like, still now, I don't really know. Like, I've been just reading the post of Tracy and she's been uh, racing for 10 years and more. And 
she's like won the overall and a lot of World Cups, but never that rainbow jersey. So I was like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so lucky. I'll already have it after two years or like two and a half years. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing. I don't know. <laughs> it's just so cool. Yeah. So in, in a normal year, the world champs are the, the last races of the year. And then there's the off season and you have time to to train for the new season and, and everything and dealing with all the sponsorships. But this year is a completely crazy year. And um, you have four World Cups and the Swiss champs after you won the world champion title. How was it for you to go to the next World Cup just four days after you won the world champion title with your rainbow jersey? Really hard, actually. Not because of the rainbow, really, but because just of like the crazy times and so much racing, like no rest. Like after Leogang, we have to go like straight the next day, drive to Maribor. So yeah, I was just so tired. Like it was so a good feeling, so much emotion on Sunday. And then like kind of get down on Monday, but I had like a lot of attention, interview and everything. And then I couldn't like switch off and be like, oh, I'm already in Maribor. It was really hard. <laughs> and then when I did, I was like so exhausted. And yeah, it was, it's a challenging track. It's really fast and you need to take a lot of risk if you want to be really fast. So yeah, I wasn't really ready in my head. Like it was, it was pretty hard but like I'm happy like I just like um wrote down and didn't get injured and because I was physically and mentally really really exhausted and it was it was hard yeah it's not like usual when you can just go back home reset train and then be like 100% and you're like excited to race and you are fit you're like I was like totally like <laughs> tired and not ready for this actually yeah on a normal race or on the race before the world champs, you were just one of, yeah, a lot of, of riders. But now you're the world champion. Everyone is looking, um, yeah, looking up to you. So did everything or anything change? Do you feel more pressure wearing this rainbow jersey now? No, I don't feel it from outside. I think it's just me who wants to, to show that it wasn't just, Uh, the luck or like I still can ride my bike fast but um, I think now it's the pressure gonna be on me for sure the next world champ but now for the world cup um, I mean Marine was killing it last year already and Tracy and Pompo so there's still the girls who can win every world cup so I don't think it's the pressure like on me it would be just good for me or nice um, if I can make it on the podium again and like win a World Cup. So I, I don't take it as like so much pressure right now. It's okay. just nice to wear it and have the, yeah, have the chance to, to have it for a year. Yeah. So that, that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty smart. The Going back to, um, to the world champs, the week before uh, the race in Leogang, it was, the weather was terrible. So it was pouring down the, the whole week basically um, and the the track got super slippery and it was already super steep. And you're the only one who came down without a crash. Was it your your tactic to ride more conservative and going um, coming down without any mistakes, or 
did you um, risk everything and got really lucky? Oh, no, for sure. That was my tactic because I crashed pretty much everything and training lap I did. So I was like, oh, that's no, like I'm tired of it. Cause normally I'm not someone who crashed. So I was like, in quali, I also crashed three times because I was trying a little bit like to be fast and like to attack. So I was like, no way. Like the, the day on Sunday, I did just one run before the, the race because it was like, if I'm going up again, I'm going to crash anyway. So I was like kind of depressed. Like I was like, <laughs> I just want to be over. I'm just going to make a safe run. And I had a plan, like really precise where I wanted to, to ride and which line. And we were like pretty much the safest line. And also in the wood, I knew like there was like a steep shoot and then a big step. And that was my plan to go around from the beginning. So I knew like the chance is way higher that I will stay on my bike and you're losing so much energy when you, you're falling or like maybe your, your bike going to get stuck. So I was like, I'd rather go slow kind of and stay on my bike than just try to go fast. But just try to stay on the bike was like really hard. So I'm, I'm really happy I, I could do it. And what did you do different in your, in your race run than everyone else? I mean, what tires did you ride? Did you change anything on your bike for the last race run um, we saw a couple of riders riding mud guards and the mud was so sticky that the front wheel was not turning anymore did you change anything um, different than all the other riders yeah I didn't really change my setup I just put more PSI in the fork because the track was destroyed and getting like big holes so I put more PSI and I kept my my merch girl like everything um and tire wise um I had like a dirty line curtain in the front but not in the back okay because I just changed it like in the morning and I didn't want to change again but I don't think it was like it was making a difference because like the wood was just so slippery doesn't really matter which tire I mean for sure not dry tire but if you had mud tire on it it would have been fine and yeah I guess I was also lucky that my front wheel didn't get stuck with the mud but that's when you keep riding that's what's happened and if you if you have to stop then then you're in trouble but I didn't want to risk to to have too many things coming in my in my face and don't be able to see so yeah. I was like I'm just gonna keep it like that way and it should should be fine <laughs> And were you riding a 29er or a 27.5 bike? Yeah, I've, I've been riding the full 29er whole year since two years and I okay. didn't change it, yeah. Nice. Um, and then you came down where the fastest and after you there were some pretty strong riders on, on the start line. And what happened with you when you saw one after the other crash out of the race? Oh yeah, first was Marine and she crashed pretty early. So I was like, oh yeah, that's probably, yeah, it was a, it was a huge and bad crash. So I kind of knew she was going to be slower, but when it came to, to Tracy, I then realized that it was the last one because normally it was still, it should have been um, Veronica Wiedmann mm -hmm. um, after me, uh, but she get injured and I kind of, forgot about it so I was like oh actually it's just one more person so I was like kind of stressing and be like oh like 
fuck, like I can win. And um, I really, really like Tracy. But at that moment, I was like, okay, no, if if now I made it, like, I hope I can win. It's not going to be a second place because, like, everyone knows, like, world champs is you win or, like, it doesn't really matter what you do. So yeah. I was like, oh, now that I've been doing the hardest part, like, I really hope I can make it. And yeah, so after she, she crashed quite quite far in her run like it took yeah it was the end of the wood so um yeah it was stressful and yeah I mean there was, there was nothing I could do about it so I was just watching and <laughs> and yeah waiting uh, that her run was over so yeah it was it was really stressful and I had a lot of things going on in my head and I was like no no that's not possible and like I couldn't believe that I actually had a chance to win so that was crazy. So the the win was pretty emotional, and everyone was was so happy and happy for you. Um, and you are you are the I think the only Swiss woman who ever made a a world champion title in downhill. And yeah, e even even the man, nobody actually yeah. in Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. Um, And for years, the Swiss cross-country racers were dominating the the scene. And downhill always was a little bit on on the side. And now the CC title got uh, stolen from, from France. <laughs> And you become world champion. So what does it mean for the Swiss downhill sport? Do you think something changed now? I don't know, but I hope so. Uh, like you said, we always been putting on the side which it's kind of normal because like they're way better than us but it's a bit a shame because like we don't have any junior women at the moment with we have like one junior um men and like there is no like young people coming after us and i'm already 30 emily's 34 and like once we are retired they're like nobody and that's yeah that's really a shame and i hope they can help uh the young a little bit more and like yeah i don't know just change something and maybe also push the sport a little bit more because it's not an olympia uh, olympic sport and in switzerland yeah you don't get any support if it's not an olympic sport so mm -hmm. that was really hard like even for us and yeah i didn't know that i was the first ever to 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 win a gold medal in downhill so i was really surprised and really proud of it as well And yeah, I, I will see. I cannot now. It's too early to say if it's gonna change something, but I hope. I really hope so. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, that would be that would be amazing. I mean, in Switzerland, there are yeah, the the, the training you you could train so good for for downhill. So it's a shame that you don't have a lot of um, yeah, a lot of different yeah, riders in in the men and the women field. I mean. You should dominating the the sport just from the uh, from the landscape you have just in front of your doorstep. Oh sure, like we have the best mountains, the best track. Like that's that's not the problem for sure. Not that's more like I don't know. Like we don't have club, we don't have like support for the kids. So if you look like the neighbors, the the the, the Frenchies, like just just like dominated, like say so much. And you do a French cup, and you're gonna have like. 20, 20 French rider in the top 30 like we even with all the the um like the 
how we sell like the people from from like um, <laughs> um from Australia or whatever. Yeah. Like there were a lot of 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 rider coming uh, this year and there were just so many good Frenchies. So yeah, we need to we need to to learn from them and and make Switzerland a bit better for downhill. Definitely, definitely. Um downhill is not the first sport you you have done in your life and the the ZDF the the German um television has written that you're one of the most talented sportswomen in the world because you not have done or you you have done a lot of um different sports and you had a lot of success with ice hockey and volleyball and um all that other stuff so what exactly did you before downhill racing mm. <laughs> um yeah i did a lot of different sports but um yeah i don't know that's <laughs> that's cool um i've yeah since i'm a kid i was just doing many sports and then i did like short track and ice hockey and volleyball and like yeah a lot of sports and then obviously i um I was to the sports school. I finished my my master degree in sports science. So yeah, I was like for five years. I was just doing like all kind of sport doing my studies. So yeah. I guess that that helped me also a lot, like to do a lot of thing, many things, and that's also why I can probably learn a bit faster than someone else who just uh, come into that sport and and just start so that everything that I made before for sure helped me now but I I, yeah. I won't say I'm the most talented in the world for sure not. <laughs> there was like <laughs> a lot of good uh, I mean you've yeah. you you not just have done these sports I mean you went to um, Olympia with ice hockey and you played in the second league in volleyball in Switzerland and then you com competed in the EWS before you uh, become European champion in in downhill so this is this is a pretty high bar <laughs> so but then why and when did you start mountain biking so when it's almost like approximately five years ago I mean I was biking when I was a kid like so in the street and so but not I didn't have like a mountain bike and five years ago during my studium uh, studies in in Maglingen it's the sports site is the sports center in Switzerland we were like doing like all kind of sport and we had like one week of mountain biking and I borrowed the, the mountain bike of my mom and actually it was really cool like I ended up being in a cool um, group and we just uh, climbed up go down like all day long and did some tour and yeah we did like a whole week like that and I was just like oh it's actually quite cool and then my sister is was racing at that time cross country and then she was like oh you should buy a bike and she told me like to buy a cross country bike and then I was trying that and I was like oh I'm really not an endurance athlete so I, I hated it I was like oh I was always like complaining and 
when we were going for like 58 minutes, I was like, oh, when are we going home? It's too long. I was like really <laughs> always complaining about it and it wasn't fun to me. And then um, I live 20 minutes from Chaumont, which is our, also like a really good place for enduro. And I just met some, some friends and they were like, oh, you should try this bike. It was a, a trail bike, an enduro bike. And yeah, that, that was way more fun and... Just like that, I don't know, I was like searching for a new challenge and I stopped playing ice hockey because of my my, stu- my studies. So I was like, yeah, why not just doing like a local race for fun? And I just did my first enduro race and I won and then I was like, okay, let's do another one. It was cool and <laughs> I just started like that. <laughs> and then I realized that I wasn't good enough in endurance for for all the EWS and stuff. So I was like trying to get better. So I took a trainer and trained hard, but still I, I just realized that it was too much for me. Like my body wasn't ready to to do so much hours and like I had knee problem. And so, yeah, luckily I, I met Emily and she was racing downhill and then she just told me to try. And like three years ago, I bought my first downhill bike and I went to Lusa. It was the European Championship, and she told me, yeah, just go there. You can get some points, and if you have points, you can race the World uh, World Cup. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go there. And then I ended up third, so I had enough points. And that year, I was like just not ready for it, so I just did two World Cups just to see what it is. And, yeah, I managed to qualify, so I was like really stoked. And after I... Yeah, I was like, okay, that's why I want to do. So I tried to get a little dossier and get sponsors. And last year I could do my full uh, World Cup season. Mm-hmm. So that means you, you have done one full World Cup season before coming into this super strange yeah. year where no World Cups happening, where the World Championship is super late. How did you spend this Uh, yeah, how did you spend the time in these strange times? Ooh, uh, at home a lot, obviously. Um, oh, we were still training every day and I was lucky to have like four or five training camps still with my team testing. Mm-hmm. And then in France, they were able to, to have some race. So I did four races before her world champ. Mm-hmm. which was for sure really good to get uh, the speed again and, and just the confidence and like, yeah, the race feeling again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, then it was Lurgang already. He, he, he went really fast. And also I played, I still play skater hockey. It's like inline hockey. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. it. And that was also still um, Uh, going so I had like anyway two practice a week for that and then I did a couple of games okay. and now it will be this weekend will be the final of the playoff but mm-hmm. unfortunately like I can come but <laughs> I will be cheering <laughs> for my team <laughs> but how how hard was it mentally to not really know when racing will start or if it's if it's starting or or not so Yeah, was it was it super tough for you, or were you so busy with um, inline hockey and and stuff that it was fine to, um, yeah, to chill out a little bit? 
It was super hard at the beginning because we like did like three and a half months full training, like all in to be ready for March. And then we went there with the team. We were already in Lusa and then it got cancelled there. So we were like, oh, and we didn't know after that what's going to happen. And we wanted to, you want to stay ready. So you keep training really hard. But then at one point I was like, okay, now it's not, no, I can't keep doing that like whole year I mean I don't know when it's gonna start again so I mm-hmm. just um then I just kind of not stop training but stop with a plan and we did a month like free training I could do whatever I wanted to so that was cool we were like trail uh, shaping and just riding and it was really nice weather so that was actually really cool it wasn't hard but it took some time just to realize okay we might not have racing race for a long time so just now stop to train for it and just enjoy a little bit and then once we knew oh yeah we're gonna have French Cup and so I started again like yeah uh, to have a plan and a goal and that was that was better that was better then but had you already mentally cancelled the season and yeah okay we do four races now but then focus on next season before you came to Leogang or were you super motivated and were you um, looking forward to finally start the season? Um, we had Swiss champ before Leogang and it got cancelled because, because of the snow and like that. Yeah, I was like, oh, come on. Now it's like October. We are in the snow. It's always dark. It's raining. So that was, I wasn't really excited to start the season in October, honestly. So going to Leogang was a bit the same. I was like, okay, well, that's going to be the only um, international race for sure. Maribor and Luz are going to be cancelled. So, okay, mm-hmm. let's just do th- this one. And then we, we, we over. And it was the same, like really cool three, three, uh, degrees and like terrible so that wasn't really <laughs> uh, yeah it's not really nice to race in those conditions but I was like I was ready for Leogang but honestly I, I was pretty sure like all the rest will be cancelled so I was yeah I wasn't really ready to race now and now that double back-to-back racing for me yeah I don't really enjoy it honestly because you can't be like 100% for both races. So you can have to manage and think, oh, I need to save a bit of energy. And, and then it's just not the same for me. Like racing is, I try to give 100% and be yeah. ready. And now it's more like surviving and just going down. And you see all all the other girls get, getting injured. And we were like 13 at the start, which is ridiculous. Normally we're like 30, 40. Yeah. And yeah, it's a bit, Yeah, it's a bit, I don't know, I don't, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'll do it and I'm doing it because obviously it's cool to race and it's good for the sponsor, but for me it would have been better to just cancel and start again next year with like normal races and not just do like back-to-back racing because, yeah, that's, for me, my point of view, it's a bit stupid, like, yeah, that's not what, what downhill is about. I think it's super, super dangerous, um when you race on on Sunday and you're already super tired, then the risk to injure yourself, it's it's pretty high. But now with your world champ title, do you have a little bit more motivation to, to prove yourself in the, in the Portugal races? Or is it like you said, yeah, I'm just doing it, but 
bring 20, uh, 2021 and I prove my, myself in, in 21. Yeah, it's all, I, it, I still don't really know what how I'm going to see it. But right now, or like in Maribor, I was just, I just wanted to get down and I, I couldn't push. So I was like, I'm not going to just get injured just to try. So I took it really easy and we'll see. Now it's also going to be really challenging. Uh, Swiss champ, then just one rest day to travel to fly to Portugal and then it's it's going again so yeah it's a bit crazy so I don't know I will see how my body feel and my head and the track is also really really long there like five and a half minutes so yeah yeah I don't know <laughs> I will I will try my best for sure but if I see that I'm not 100% focused and ready like to put like to give 100% I'm just gonna take it easy and yeah. take it as an experience and have fun and I'm not gonna risk to 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 prove that I can be on a podium or or everything. Like it's not it's not me. <laughs> I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> so when Steve Pete got world champion, he spent a lot of time promoting his jersey and his sports to television, to newspapers, to everything. He went probably to every. Um, TV show he could uh, he could go to to really promote the sport. Do you have already any goals you you want to achieve with your world champ title for the sports and for Switzerland? I don't have like precise goal, but for sure every single person or like paper or television who ask me. I really try all so far I always said yes I just need now to manage and I just need to wait until I finish the season to yeah make make them all but that's my first goal like to to take all the time I I can to to yeah to promote the the sport and go to the television and speak about it but I don't have like a precise goal now or like be like oh I want yeah I want that 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 so No, I yeah, just first try to <laughs> to realize that I have it and and yeah, then I will go, I will do everything I can that we can speak about it, but I don't have a I don't have a precise goal of what I want to do with it. Yeah. That sounds good. Camille, thanks a lot for your time. So, we wish you all the best for Portugal and um for the rest of the season and then hopefully we speak soon again. Yeah, all the all the best and talk soon. Thank you very much. Have a good day.